And welcome back. Welcome to the party more. So we're going to be talking about the Batman, a little bit about Batman the movie and Batman in general. And yeah, so you wanted me to remind you of the topic that you want to talk about, which is how Batman doesn't want to... We're going to jump right into it. Yeah, okay. How Batman doesn't want Robin to become Batman. Yeah, and I think even before that, you were sharing about... uh, Yeah, one, how... the, The part where like... Yeah, Batman doesn't want Robin to be the next Batman. And I think I can't remember something else you mentioned, but when you were sharing that, I have this I this thought in my mind, like the kind of pressure that Bruce Wayne is always carrying. Yeah, and then he is always covering up this in the sense not covering up, he's protecting Robin from actually feeling that kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. And that's why when it comes to becoming Batman, or especially when someone else takes the mantle as Batman. Yeah that person feel it. Like, for example, you meant, oh yes, that's the story when you're talking about uh, Damien, uh, not Damien, uh, Dick Grayson Batman, becoming yeah. ba- Batman. He did things that Batman does because now he's feeling the pressure of Gotham. Of being Batman. Of being Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and not just, and I think Batman is also because of, it's a product of Gotham. Definitely, itself, yeah, right? of course. And, yeah, I think that was, I think that's a crazy, crazy idea to have in a character long time ago and then being built upon after years, people yeah. understood that, you know, Batman is under the so much weight spread, the of weight Batman. being Batman. Yeah. yeah, Which is amazing, which is like, you get to really see it again in his character, especially in the D- in the DC Justice League animated show. Right, okay. Where you, you really, I mean, we talked about this in the, in the episode, right? Oh, uh-huh, okay. He is the only person that thinking strategically, thinking bigger picture, longer term, contingency plan yes, and all that. Yes, yeah. Because he is under so much pressure from himself, himself, <laughs> and yeah. he grew up in in a place like Gotham that is just yeah. Rel- to be honest, Gotham is relentless. Yeah, uh, it's always, always just you know, overpowering. chewing you up. Yeah, chewing you up. I, I, yeah. That's why the the darkest villains, all most of them, come from Gotham. When you compare it to, yeah. that's the whole point of Gotham. It's supposed to be. Dark and gritty and yeah, and just despicable. Whereas you compare Metropolis, it is a shining beacon because it reflects their heroes. Yeah, you know, one is the shining beacon of hope and symbolism, and mm-hmm. the other one is the one that strikes fear. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, you know? and the fact that Batman doesn't want anybody else to become the Batman. And that's his goal. Is his yeah. to, but in his head, he also kind of knows that Gotham will always need a Batman. Well, I guess so. I, I'm I'm not surprised if he does that, and yeah. I'm sure that there are so many iteration of Batman where he actually says that out, said that out. Yeah. I I but I think it's I think he went his idea of Gotham, uh, or Robin not never wanting Robin to become a Batman, never wanting Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson to becoming Batman. Right. Let's okay. be very. Particular, okay, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yes, the, yeah. Me, I, I don't know. I take it is that he kind of he's he still dream of one day Gotham being cured in a sense. From of course, yeah. This but craziness. Yeah. Here's the thing: Batman is not an idealist. He's a realist, and I think deep down he knows that Gotham will always need a Batman. Yes, I think so. I yeah. think yeah. he would know. I think he believes that it would not require the same version of Batman that he is. Hmm. But it will always need a Batman. Yeah, I, I, th- I think his, yeah, his beliefs is probably something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. when it came to Dick Grayson, right, he saw the idea of Dick Grayson, the first Robin, was he saw a kid that had 
similar, similar story. Yeah, yeah, similar occurrences that he saw their parents get killed right mm. in front of them. There was nothing they could do. Mm. And he saw the possible vengeance in them and the wanting of justice. And that's why he decided to train Dick. Mm. So yep. that he would never become like the way he is. Because yeah. he knows he is all super paranoid and doesn't not untrusting. And he doesn't want Dick to do that. Yeah. And job perfectly done because Dick is one of the most trusting and the and the most amazing hopeful character in all of DC. Yeah. In the DC universe, I don't think there is a character more beloved by other characters than Dick Grayson. I think so. I I, I think so too, yeah. In the most recent iteration of Nightwing, uh-huh. in the comic, I think it's Nightwing issue 90. Well, <laughs> um, Wally West Flash. Is, Wally West is now back to becoming the Flash. Okay. And he makes an appearance in Nightwing because they're best nice. friends. Yeah, right? Okay. And they... Came up to they they came up to the the criminal that tried to kill Dick Grayson, and Wally West said, "This is the guy. This is the guy you tried to kill." And he pointed at Dick Grayson, and what the criminal was like, "Yeah, you got a lot. You got a big list of people coming for you now, <laughs> <laughs> because Nightwing is the most beloved character." That is so true. Yeah, yeah and it's so amazing that everybody loves Nightwing, even Superman. Yes, I know loves Nightwing. Yeah, and Nightwing is kind of an homage to Superman's. Yeah. Kryptonian heritage as well, which yeah. I love so much in the original stories, of course. And there are so many cool things. So when there is also one iteration of the comics where I believe Nightwing is talking to Lady Shiva, and Lady Shiva lets on leads on that Batman mentioned to her that Nightwing is the proudest thing he has ever done. It is his it is his shining achievement that he decides that he had the same outcome, the same instances that let Bruce down this path, mm. Nightwing took and turned it, it to some, be yeah. a, a 180, like 180 degrees entirely different. Yeah. Which is why Batman is so proud of Nightwing. I am not surprised Yeah, and I, that yeah. was such... Uh, every time I think about that, that strip, I kind of tear up and get a bit emotional and well up a little bit yeah. because Nightwing is that person. Yeah. And I think that scene when you... I mean, I so felt it the moment you mentioned it yeah. simply because I get I know that I'm a fan of Batman and I know Batman and for him to say that well, you know that, Batman? oh uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> yeah he calls me cool a, <laughs> in my dream <laughs> does he call yeah. you sir or do you tell him don't call me sir uh, I call him vengeance oh nice cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay so I um, would like to ask you yeah. based on the previous question right who do you think is the f- the best person to take over the mantle of the Batman the best person mm-hmm. that could possibly take over the mantle of Batman because this is I a have, tough yeah, question I have my um, thoughts I have two people in mind sure I think the first is based on the first person come to mind which I don't really believe in so is uh, God, uh, James, James Gordon okay simply because of experiences together and I, I always believe that these two are the best of partners yes. throughout the whole journey, although you don't see it. And mm-hmm. I think... No, definitely, yeah. I mean, because in comics, sometimes they skip apart. And I think they know each other for years and years and years. Definitely, and yeah. Yeah, so they I think... They came up James, together. Yeah. And I think James Gordon knows Gotham and cares about Gotham as much as Bruce Wayne. Okay. But I think the person that will be a very good Batman, uh, I think is Damian Wayne. Mm, okay. Yeah. I agree with you. Damien Wayne is one of my top picks mm. because he is the right training. Yep. Being 
the son of Batman and being trained by League the, the demon head himself. Yeah, yeah, being trained by Ra's al Ghul himself. Yep. He has the right bloodline, being a son of Talia and Batman. Yep. He has training from the young age. Yeah. He's becoming a better detective and yep. he's becoming a more... He's becoming wiser every yep. time he goes out with Batman. Yes. Becoming a gooder person. Gooder, yes. Gooder I mean, person. a more good person, you know. I, I prefer gooder. Yeah, he's becoming a gooderer version of himself. That's even better. Yeah, and once he becomes the gooderest pers- version of himself, he will become a good Batman. <laughs> that I think that's the betterest version I've heard of this so far. I think it's the besterest. Besterest. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, we're about to bastardize this. But yeah, he will be one of my picks for becoming Batman because yeah. once he comes of age and he tones down the childishness a bit because he yeah. is a very childish character. It's yep. supposed yep. to be who he is. But once he matures a little bit more, he's going to be an amazing Batman. Yeah. Uh, Another person mm, that I think will be a really good Batman is Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Because, yep. do you know that Ra's al Ghul only calls two people detective? Oh, the other one is Tim Drake? Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. He refers, when he when he speaks to Tim Drake, he refers to him as detective. Wow. Which is I, I respect, didn't know that. man. Yeah, yeah it's the biggest it's the <laughs> ultimate respect yeah <laughs> he even mentions to tim drake that he feels that he would be the best person i think in some iteration he refers that he should be the person to replace batman someday mm-hmm. when gotham doesn't need such a violent batman anymore right okay but they still need a detective like yeah him. because he refers to dick as the acrobat yep he refers to todd as the angry one <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's not untrue. And then, of course, the other one is his grandson. So he yeah. refers to my grandson. Yep. But he calls, he respects Tim Drake enough to call him detective. Yep. Which is really cool. Yeah, so he only calls Batman and yes. Tim Drake detective? detective? yes. Really cool. I love that so much. And Tim Drake is, honestly speaking, the best detective out of all the, the Robins. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So I believe that out of the four Robins... Damien is the... For all the four main Robins, I would yep. say. Because there are other Robins. That's but true. out of the four main Robins, Damien is the most well-rounded mm-hmm. to become this version of Batman and carry it on. Yeah. However, should Bruce's dream one day come true and Gotham no longer needs a violent Batman, Tim Drake would be the way to go. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, yeah. In terms of less violent, definitely Tim Drake. And yeah. I think Damien, well, there's still... If I think Damien is perfect if Gotham requires someone the, the similar, similar this, this, this cut from the same cloth of Batman yeah. yeah that would be the way to go yeah so I would also say because of this this Batman movie mm-hmm. a lot of people have said it is too grounded and realistic like kind of realistic in really? over okay. the commas that bringing a character like Mr. Freeze in wouldn't fit okay which also begs the question a lot of people ask is, do you think a Dick Grayson or a Barbara Gordon would fit into this world? Which I feel, what do you, okay, well, I'll get to what I feel, but what do you think? Do you think a Dick Grayson or a Barbara Gordon would fit into this version of Batman? I think in terms of fit, I don't see why not, honestly. That's my take. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I I am one guy that is pretty much open for ideas and I, I'm not gonna say no by like me sitting down in this chair thinking hey it doesn't fit I, I, I don't believe that Right. I am very certain 
if you want it to be done, it can be done. Of course, yeah. And I think it can be done well as well. Uh, but looking at just this, why not? You know, you have a Batman that is pretty much uh, quite dark. Uh, the whole world is quite dark and all yes. that. And you can bring in someone like, um, someone that's just very different. Someone mm-hmm. like Dick Grayson. And I think that makes a very nice storytelling, especially if there's multiple movies, as you mentioned in our uh, in our main the episode, episode itself. Proper, yeah. I think that will be very nice to see the contrast of Batman being able to be a mentor at some yeah. point to of to someone that is a lot more hopeful than he is. Someone that you can see, oh, he lost his family and at the same time, hey, this guy is becoming more hopeful than I am. Yeah. And I would love, like, yeah. like I mentioned in that five-part movie that I mm. mentioned in the episode. By the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out the episode proper. I At the end of it, I kind of lay out a five-movie timeline yeah. for the Batman. Yeah. So in movie three of that one, where I said there should be a team out with Mr. Freeze and everything, yep. you could probably swap out or maybe add a Deathstroke into the mix. Mm-hmm. And you could also introduce a Robin there, yep. which would grow with the series as well. And then from there, you'll be able to branch off into a Nightwing movie if you wanted to. Mm, okay, yeah. I feel that... I don't know what direction the... Batgirl movie that is coming out soon is going to take. Yeah. But considering it's a continuation of Michael Keaton's Batman. Yep. Thematically, it should be quite similar. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode proper as well, that the 1989 Batman and the Batman the Animated Series and the 2021 Batman, 2022 rather, Batman movie all thematically kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. It should make sense that Leslie Grace's Batgirl would fit into this universe as well. Okay. And so you could continue this direction of making a Batman Inc. kind of thing, a few. Because other than the Justice League, which is obviously the biggest superheroes in all of DC, yep. I think Batman Inc. is the second biggest team that they have. Yeah, the Bat and Family. The most, yeah, Bat yeah. Family is my one of, actually Bat Family is my favorite, my go to comics. Yeah. And I love that so much. That's why I said I mentioned I really like the Rebirth run of Detective Comics yes, because it focuses true, yeah. on Batman, Bat, the fat Bat family rather yes. before Batman yep. Inc. is Batman Inc. Yeah, I, I did mention to you earlier that I really like Orphan as a character. Yes, I do. And, and she was, she did a really good job yeah. in that as well. Yeah. And if you watch Young Justice, the Batman pulls out of the Justice League, which is kind of a spoiler for you because I think it's in season three. Oh, thanks very much. But and he starts his fine. own yep. Batman Incorporated. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so where really you, get, cool. where you yeah. get it from? Okay. I love that so much. Batman Inc. is also a comic book that came out, I believe. There, they had, there is definitely a New 52 version of Batman Inc. Mm. But I think it stems back way back into like the 90s, Batman Inc. Right, yeah. Yeah, which so many different versions of... So many different iterations and versions of characters that have belonged to Bat Family and the Batman Inc. as well. Yeah. That I feel that it should be a way that they it should be a thing that they kind of invest in. Mm. And with the whole idea of Matt Reeves' Batman being thematically dark, I feel it doesn't matter if it fits into the grander scheme of the Justice League as long as you have Batman Inc. Or fa- Batman yep. of the Bat family. But even if it's you want to bring it into the Justice League, that's fine as well. Because here's my take on it, right? I mentioned this in the episode proper as well. Metropolis is worlds apart from Gotham. Mm-hmm. Because Superman is worlds apart different from the Batman. Yep. Because of their upbringing in those cities. So why can't you have 
a dark-themed Batman movie or Batman franchise and have a lighter-themed Superman movie. That's fine. It's perfectly okay. Yeah. So what I feel, and this is where I'm going to say, like, the direction that DC should be taking is because they are really capable of making good films, good mm-hmm. standalone films. Yep, agree. Right? And their problem comes in that when they try to make it into one big universe. Yep. So if you watch Suicide Squad, last 2021 Suicide Squad, that was, was an really amazing good. film. Yeah. And it didn't the have style. to be anything else that it, except for what it was. Yeah, the style was perfect. Precisely, yeah. yeah. Style, storytelling, the casting, yeah. and everything was really good. Yeah. Right? You look at the Joker. It was very, very good. Probably one of DC's best movies of all time. Yep. You look at this Batman, for all the shit I've said about it, <laughs> which is a lot of shit, I know, it's a good film. It's Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's good, by the way. So if you think that... Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a different perspective. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't understand why DC is trying... Well, Warner, rather, mm-hmm. is trying to do a big extended universe just so just because they have something to conf- like fight with Marvel rather than doing these solo films that are doing great. Yeah. I, I think I completely agree with that. And I feel... Although, I must admit, right, in terms of uh, a combined film, I think they did really... Snyder's Cut was really good. Yeah, the Snyder Cut was amazing. Right. Definitely was amazing. What I don't understand is that why would they choose to take something that's... When you... You know, like, for instance, Snyder's Cut is so serious and so well done. Mm-hmm. Why would you take that away and put it a bit more colour, a bit more uh, comedy <laughs> moment yeah. just to fight with Marvel? I feel that is the thing that I cannot understand from the DC or Warner's Warner, yeah. point of view is why do you compete yourself with something that you are not good at? Why don't you exactly take your own strength in the cinema... Okay, honestly, DC film cinema, cinematography it's is amazing. amazing. Yeah. The writing at some of it by Zack Snyder was crazy good. Mm-hmm. The style is there, is right. Exactly. All of them have the right style, I feel. Yeah. And take those strengths and go with it instead of, hey, Marvel's doing this, people love it, therefore we need to do something the same. That's what I cannot understand. Exactly. So here's yeah. the thing. Marvel is doing a really perfect stake yeah. of their what of their movies and their franchise yeah. and their universe. DC is doing a really good rack of lamb, yeah. but the problem is they want to make the rack of lamb like the stake. You can't do that. Exactly, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. So here's what I feel DC should do, which is obviously they're not going to do. Right, because the next Flash movie is going to fuck everything up. So what they should do yeah. is they should focus on making these kind of movies that are independent from each other. Mm-hmm. That, yes, okay, fine. You want to make a Batman movie, you can have Superman in a universe. Yep. You don't have to show him. Yeah. You don't have to mention him. You can just reference him in some off-the-cuff way. Let them know that, yes, there is a Superman yeah, they are really good at it. Yeah. I mean, with this show, there's the word harsh in exactly. it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so you can just reference that this character is in this universe. Yeah. It's somewhere else. Yeah. If you want to do that, you don't even have to. Yeah. Right? Because I'll tell, I'll get to that point later because DC has the perfect, perfect sewing kit to patch everything together. And <laughs> I you know just I make, agree yeah, with that. <laughs> you just make a good Joker movie. You make a good Batman movie. Yep. You make a you make a good Superman movie. Mm-hmm. You make a good Wonder Woman movie. You want to keep Momoa. You keep, make, keep making Aquaman films. Doesn't matter. You make just keep throwing films at the wall. See what sticks. Yep. Right, and then you use 
The Flash. DC's biggest... Sewing kit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can use him to weave and rewrite anything you want and make him reboot the universe. If DC Comics has been doing it for decades mm-hmm. and fans are like, oh yeah, here comes another reboot, right? Why not just do it for the movie universe as well? And by the way, they're doing that with the the animated movie universe. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing that with the next Flash movie too, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they're going to use that Flash to rewrite everything and bring it all together into a new universe where everything's kind of... Linked together? Linked together. Except for this Batman. You don't know. They might. It's too soon. Yeah, okay, we have to watch that movie before we... No, it's too soon. It's way too soon. Because what you need to do is make... as Here's what you should do. You keep making films with different characters, see which characters the people like, then you bring those characters together in one big weave of a show using the Flash to run between and sew everything together. Yes. Then, from there, you move on and these... You kind of... Then from there, you can kind of reboot the universe and then you can move on and say, yeah, okay... Reference it a little bit, like oh, the boot, the uni- the universe reboot. Some things are different. Then you, from there, you can recast whoever the shit you want, man. You can have Joaquin Phoenix's Joker live on through a different actor. It will be slightly different, but you have the kind of history there already. Robert Pattinson's Batman will have some in- of the memories and influences of Batfleck, and clearly because Bat. Um, Ben Affleck doesn't want to be there anymore. He doesn't have to be involved. Mm-hmm. You just have the kind of lingering notions that Batfleck existed in Robert Pattinson's mind. You bring back Henry Cavill because he's still down to be Superman. Yes. And if you give him... Look at Henry Cavill. He is such a fantastic actor. I'm sure if you give him a hopeful script and a lighter thematic, he would rock the part. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then... If you want to bring back Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, if she's keen, do that. If not, recast her. It's fine. Jason Momoa is down to play Aquaman. Bring him back. Why not? Yeah. You know, if you want to get... If Ryan Reynolds is still down to come back as Green Lantern, bring him back as a more grizzled Hal Jordan and give the... Pass it on to, like, Jon Stewart or something. Or even Jessica... Jessica, Yeah, the Jessica Reyes, right? I think, which is the new Green Lantern. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do that. You have so many directions you can go if once and oh yeah, best thing for me, have the Flash rewrite everything, get rid of Ezra Miller, throw in Grant Gustin. Yeah, he's a very good He's not the best actor, Grant Gustin. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's ready to be on big films, but at least his Flash brings hope in me, which is what the Flash which is what Barry Allen should be all about. And it instills hope that the superhero would be a superhero rather than whatever nonsense that Ezra Miller's gotten himself mixed up in, which yeah. I don't want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, if you want to look it up, go ahead. I don't think that guy should be a superhero. Yeah, I, I think the right casting is important as well because yeah. it takes away. Yes, it doesn't, in the movie, it's a different person, but yeah. it does take you away from Give the Give it to Grant Gustin, man. That guy, honestly speaking, he has the happy face that I feel very... Barry Allen, right? Yeah. yeah. He has the Barry Allen vibe and energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I feel DC should be looking to do and how to reboot the universe. What about you? Wow. That was... You have a lot of thoughts into this, right? (laughs) To be honest, I am completely fine with... If you don't do all this reboot and if you don't follow the, the, 
the same the same method that uh, Marvel do. We're putting all the movies together and just, you know, create oh, the Avengers and all that. I'm actually really fine if they just focus on just, for example, Gotham and Batman. Being Batman, all the villains, building the right. Gotham family. I am extremely happy with that. And not only that, I think that would be amazing because Batman has so many different villains that you can explore and and some of them actually requires a lot of work uh, earlier, we talked about Damien Wayne and how just getting into Damien Wayne's story, you need to understand <laughs> a lot more, right? Yeah. Yeah, so things like that can be done with just a Batman thing. It's like the whole Avengers, but all on Batman. I, I think... Yeah, Batman Incorporated, Bat Family, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and you can look at the different villains and how they work together or who is manipulating who. That's always the case of <laughs> in Batman shows, right? Like, you fight <laughs> yeah, the guy. Yes, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's very, very similar as well. Even the the Batman movie, like you get to see actually not really. Uh, but yeah, in like for the Joker, you get to see oh, there's this bad guy actually is being manipulated by Joker. It's o- the theme is always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah, I think that would be just that is amazing if you just do that. Uh, and while still having all the other bad uh the other DC shows running around at the back is fine. But for Justice League. Yeah, I would like somehow they bring it together. Whether it's being through the flashpoint one more time, but if there's other ways, I will be happier. <laughs> to be I honest, I mean, of course, yeah. But uh. like, here's the thing: Warner very obviously, clearly wants a collected universe for superheroes because mm-hmm. they see the amount of mar- money that Marvel is making. Mm-hmm. But they're going in at it wrong. Yep. If they just kept throwing spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks, right? by making movies that are independent from other DC movies, then from there, taking seeing what sticks, collecting it all together again, and then making something else, that would be, honestly speaking, I think it would be such a fantastic universe. Yeah. But like what you said as well, even if they don't want to go down that route, they don't want to, like, honestly speaking, it's kind of stupid if, let's say you you are a grappler of a fighter mm-hmm. and you go into a fight with the one of the world's best strikers mm-hmm. and you fight them as a striker. Yeah, That is stupid. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's what's happening with them right now. Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah Ronda Rousey, you're stupid, man. Why would you ever do that? Oh, did she, did yeah, she do she that? Did. <laughs> yeah. And Holly Holm and her, she lost in so quickly and oh, then she quit MMA. Oh, that's a while back, right? And she quit MMA. Yeah, that's yeah. a while back. So, yeah. Besides that, right, yeah. if you're going up against Marvel who obviously is going to do keep doing the Avengers thing until people are sick of it. Yep. Don't do ba- don't do the Avengers thing. Yeah. You know what you should do? This is what I would do. If you want to focus on something, right? Do Batman Bat Family. Swap out one of my five movies, one of the main characters. Maybe instead of Mr. Freeze, do Etrigan the Demon. Okay, then he can appear as Then you can have Azrael a little yep. bit. Yep. You can have John Constantine. And then you can have all the other things. Then you focus on Justice League Dark, where John Constantine and Azrael and yep. go up and meet Z- um, Zatanna, go and meet Doctor Fate, go and, and meet Batman, Swamp Thing. And, and Batman's Batman, always involved in them. Anyway. Not always, not always, but okay, he is loosely involved. With, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then go down that route. Yeah. Do Justice League Dark? Why not? Although they've done that in the animated though. Yeah, they did that in an animated series, but live yeah. action is a whole different thing. I guess. If you so, want to yeah. go dark, go all the way. Go throw dark and Justice League dark into it. Yeah. You know, then you can always reference that, yeah, Justice League is a thing yeah. there. But this is the th- stories that the Justice League will not handle. Yeah. These are the stories of the 
dark magics in the world that only we can handle. And then you have Matt Ryan reprise his role as John Constantine because have you ever seen Matt Ryan do John Constantine? I don't think so. Oh, he is good, man. He is one of the best things that came out of the Arrowverse thing. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch yeah, the later. He's so good yeah. as John Constantine. Have him come in, do that version of John Constantine, and it will be so good. And you can introduce lesser-known heroes to a wider audience, right? You would have Dr. Fate. You can have, like, oh, Azrael. Yep. You can have Zatanna. Yep. You can have Swamp Thing. So many good things can spa- spawn out of that. You can have a Constantine movie that redeem that like okay the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie was good, don't get me wrong. But you can have a DC aligned Constantine movie, a Hellblazer movie. Mm-hmm. That would I would kill to watch that man. You could have a Swamp Thing movie, which is so mis like it will be dealing with the mystical and like everything else, the cosmic yeah. stuff. Yeah. You have a Zatanna movie who is dealing with the, the, magic. the magics yeah, and everything. Magic, yeah. And here's the best part about it. You can then use Marvel's formula of, you know, using a character that everybody loves in these each of these movies to boost it up. Constantine can jump from movie to movie. Let he, him be your Tony Stark because yeah. he is the freaking Tony Stark of the mystic arts. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. is the ultimate demonologist and magic guy. He yeah. can jump from Swamp Thing and feel in place. He can go to Zatanna and feel in place. He can go to Batman and feel in place if the villain is right. Yep. And I don't think this is too far-fetched for Matt Reeves' universe. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing that Batman doesn't deal with. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. He does deal with it sometimes, yep. but not all the time. Yeah. I think that the thing is, all this universe, I think it's possible. And I think it will be... Yeah, I don't know. I think it will, all this thing will be amazing. And what they need to do is basically use Batman as a gateway exactly. to all... To all these things. I mean, Marvel did that with, I think, was Iron Man, Man, right? And I think now they have Batman. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm so glad most people love this movie. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad as well. And that is like the gateway to Mm -hmm. DC finally like, hey, this is working. This is what we want. People like the Snyder's card. You kind of, Mm -hmm. people know, they know that people love this kind of style. Yeah. People like the Joker. And then all they need to do is kind of like, you know, start to bring things together. Oh, actually, I just thought about it. Suicide Squad and Batman. Yeah. I think I was about, to say, here, I was about right? to say that, right? Because so Batman can also be involved in Suicide Squad stuff. And that's clearly a kind of movie that is light, lighthearted. Yeah. Go that direction for the lighthearted stuff. Yeah. Right? You in Then you have Batman, who is kind of the middle ground. Yep. Who is the justice and vengeance style. Yep. Then you have Justice League Dark, which is the even darker part that yeah. you want to do. And with the Justice League Dark movie, you can introduce Trigon and by extension Raven. Mm-hmm. And you introduce Robin in the Batman universe. Yeah, Teen From Titans. There, you can have a right. lighthearted Teen Titans as well. Yep. Because also, don't forget, like I mentioned earlier, if you put Deathstroke in the Batman movies with Robin, he can spawn off a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that if then. Instead of focusing on one franchise of Justice League, Justice League, Justice League, from Batman, you can have Bat Family. You can have Batman Incorporated. You can have Justice League Dark. You can have Suicide Squad. Yep. You can have Teen Titans. Those yeah. are four big franchises that you can go on instead of one Avengers franchise. 
Yeah. And then you can lead it all into a final Avengers-like franchise. Yeah, exactly. And then that's when you introduce your Aquamans and Suicide, uh, Aquaman and Superman and Wonder Woman while having people like Deathstroke be on the ground. Or like, for example, Harley Quinn be on the ground in, in Suicide Squad. You have Rick Flagg mm-hmm. leading this team as a kind of covert operatist into the bad guy's stuff. Yeah. To try and take them down from the inside. You have Batman and his Bat family kind of attacking them as well, helping the covert operatists, but over or have the Suicide Squad go in as covert operatists, but let them be the ones that get found out while Batman is doing the real covert ops. Right. You have the Justice League attacking them from the front, and then from the back you have the magics attacking from the back, which is the Justice League Dark. Yeah. And you can probably even have Robin and the Teen Titans go spawn off from Batman Inc. Batman Incorporated to try to infiltrate them as well. Yeah. It's a very big plan, but if that's the direction you want to go, then go big. Yeah. I'm I mean, hopefully, you know, they use this current uh fame of Batman yeah. and start thinking long term. Yeah. Even like who which villain you want. Exactly. Uh which villain is you can slowly throw in snippets of yeah, villains like exactly. in the next few movies. Precisely. Put them together and then you know, then finally You don't even they don't yeah. even have to be part of the main storyline. Like exactly. The Joker yeah. was in this. Yep, exactly. Yeah. You can have him be a part of Task Force X. Yeah. And instead of if you want to change it different here, don't do a Constantine movie, do a Hellblazer movie. Yep. You do a Justice League Dark movie. Don't do a Suicide Squad, do a Task Force X movie. Yeah. Don't do a Teen Titans movie, do a Young Justice movie. Mm-hmm. Make it different enough that people will be like, oh yeah. We've it's, seen this before. Yeah, it's, it's like that familiar, thing you know when your when your teacher gives you homework, you copy off somebody and you change it slightly, and then your teacher looks at it and like, okay, yeah, it's possible. You know, do that. And here with with these main lines of Batman, Batman Inc. with tit- uh, Justice League Dark with Suicide Squad, even without Teen Titans, you'll be able to spin off so many movies, right? From Batman, you have the the Nightwing series, you have the Batgirl movie, exactly. Yeah, you have the Bat from Batman family right you have yep. the Batman movie as well if you really wanted to you could have a Robins movie which would be cool mm-hmm. you can have Red Hood mm-hmm. which is awesome yep then from Justice League Dark you have Constantine you have Swamp Thing you have Zatanna you have Doctor Fate from Task Force X you have Rick Flag. if you want to do a solo movie that's fine you, If I think Margot Robbie doesn't want to be Harley Quinn anymore I think so yeah recast it Alison Brie hello why not, right? She's she'll be the good. Oh, or she has the energy for it. Yeah, or or Jillian Jacobs as well. I think she would do a really good. Okay, I, I I I don't know. She might just be retarded. Okay, maybe yeah. <laughs> but you can do a Harley Quinn, another Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. From there, you can branch off again into Birds of Prey, which you can bring spoiler from, or you can bring Batwoman from the Batman movies with Harley Quinn and maybe someone else, like Huntress or something. Mm-hmm. That is a Birds of Prey movie that you could do. Or you could bring in Canary. Canary's cool yeah, as well. Yeah. Then from the, from Task Force X, there are so many movies. There's a Peacemaker series. You can bring just John just bring John Cena over. Yeah. Why the hell not? He seems so happy to play Peacemaker. And Peacemaker is doing so great amongst people. Yeah. Bring him over. Who cares? You know, change his character slightly, make him more of a good guy. He's there. And there's so many things you can do. And that I feel Warner wants DC to be like the Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. but they're limiting themselves. 
Yeah, I think so if too. If you want it to yeah. succeed, then just do it big. Yeah, I, I think what they need to do is hire like an like an overall... Like yeah. Like a Feige, right? A person who's, who overall look at the whole big picture and say, hey, this is the master plan that we're going to need to do and, and just do it, you know? No, they have Geoff Johns. Oh, they had Geoff Johns. I don't know if he's still there. Okay. But they kept... They kept limiting him, was yeah, it? right? They kept taking him out at the knees so that he can't do the things that he wants to do. Jeff Johns is really good at writing a, at weaving a massive fabric of a story. Look at the Green Lantern stuff that he's done. That 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 story encompasses everything, man. So right, they yeah. they had the people. They had Zack Snyder. They had Jeff Johns. Yeah, and, and they it, screwed it up. Zack Snyder at least still committed to, or is he still in DC? Or Zack Snyder, I don't think so. He left already, is it? I'm not entirely certain. Okay. I'm not sure, but if you want something lighthearted, do Suicide Squad. If you want something even more lighthearted, do Teen Titans. Yeah. You can do a Teen Titans as a kids movie as well. Yeah, but in the end, I feel like they shouldn't force the theme into certain, to the, basically they shouldn't force specific kind of comedy or what, to the to the stories yeah, like no, you know like it's what did they did Justice forced, League yeah. yeah that was horribly horribly forced it's horrible yeah, it's I think disgusting. it's very clear to all the audience that the Batman vs. Superman and Justice League is just a reaction to yeah. Marvel but yeah hopefully hopefully they're changing to be honest in the past few years I've been enjoying some of the DC shows more than yeah. the earlier years yeah definitely there are more shows that I'm like hey okay I do enjoy this yeah Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman was, Aquaman was quite fun. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like it the first time, but watching the yeah. second time was quite interesting. And like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Actually, that's my thought too. I watched the first time, like, ah, this another one. But I, w- I decided to watch it the second time. And I didn't have gripes for watching yes. it the first time. It's it was just, just like a bit like... Uh, a normal action show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then watching it the second time, I'm like, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't know why yeah, I felt that way as well. Good. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, the first one was good. Yeah. Uh, then yeah I think there are really good shows here and there it's just a matter of I don't know yeah I enjoy Suicide Squad I enjoy this Batman Snyder versus Snyder Cut Snyder Cut yeah, yeah. all the Snyder Cut is, is a showcase to be honest I think Snyder Cut is a <laughs> I Snyder don't know. Cut is the uh, <laughs> I feel that it's, that is like a showcase of the failure of DC of Warner <laughs> of Warner yeah of Warner. and I'm quite surprised they allowed it to just Go. happen, right? Happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so much shit spawned from there as well because everybody now found out about Joss Whedon's bullshit. Yeah, y- you know, to be honest, I I have just this vision of two people, Warner side, maybe the director, I don't know, is in charge of Warner, and uh, someone like Zack Snyder saying, "Hey, I think the people would love to would prefer Snyder's cut, uh, my cut yeah. of this thing." Yeah, and then someone say, "No, what he's talking about? Your thing is shit. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we make a bet? You know, yeah, hundred bucks." That um, that the re- reception is the Snyder cut is better, and then the guy just yeah sure why not, <laughs> and then there we go you know? exactly. So I have I have two questions left for you. Okay. So number one, that I should have this one I should have done in the episode proper, but if the Batman twenty twenty two were a D and D monster, what D and D monster would you? What would it be for you? Ah uh, right okay um, for me. Batman 2022 would be a cloud giant. Oh, okay. Oh, Not wait, a cl- storm giant, okay. cloud giant. That's what it is. And I'll leave it at that. I would say that is... Uh, 
is a oh my god ancient dragon okay what yeah. what color mm, black ancient black dragon yeah okay cool so I my second question for you is what DC character uh-huh villain hero or otherwise would you want to and think you would be able to kind of portray in a D&D setting <laughs> So um, I have done okay. something like this already. I want to hear yours first. I did Constantine in Hellzen, remember? Okay, so oh, you're asking me whether I did it before no, or no, what no. I want to? What character, hero, villain, whatever, mm-hmm. Do you th- would you want to and think you'll be able to pull it off? So it has to be one character that you'll be able... You want to do it and you think you'll be able to pull it off. Okay. And I did Constantine. Right. Because the deal with the devil, the yeah. guilt, yeah. and him, that sarcastic kind of fuck you attitude. Yeah. That was all Constantine, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it so much. Yeah. And um, his spells and everything was also very Constantine. True, true, true. So yeah. I Because I'm a massive fan of the Hellblazer series. Yep. And I love Constantine, the character from the comic books. Yeah. I love the movie as well, but it's entirely different. Yeah. So that's what I feel is the kind of character that I would go for. Right. Okay. What about you? At the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I will do his alignment slightly differently. Um, or it's not, you know, it's a he. <laughs> um, Ooh, okay. It'll be Two-Face. Wow, okay. Yeah. How would you go about doing it? I would love to play a character that is, that is struggling with a deep, his inner demon. Okay. That appears sometimes to the party member. And I think it will be very interesting to see two like almost two different alignment in a single character. The dichotomy of a person. The dichotomy yeah, would of a be person. so fun to play. Yeah. And I would I think the most fun is when when he do some of the craziest stuff and sometimes he's so like normal. Oh uh, not normal. Sometimes he's so maybe good and, and other times you see that he's he's chaotic. You know, sometimes he's so lawful, sometimes he's so chaotic. And I think it'll be so fun for the party to like, hey, what the hell is this guy? What's the what is wrong with this guy? And I, I would love a different person, you know, the like, dichotomy. Of, yeah, yeah. I would love to see the party flip out whenever you they ask you to do something and you roll a die to see the yeah. I, I was yeah the mechanic behind yeah. it. I will I will have something together with you. Yeah, and maybe at each day or certain time of day you will tell me Stephen roll. Yeah, and then the next few moments will be based on that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think yeah. You think you'll be able to pull something like that off? I. Th- I don't know whether I can pull it off it's perfectly. A risk, but I think you, I think I think you but, can, but yeah, it'll, the beginning parts will be difficult. Yes, and then you have to go on, and then it will be more and more interesting as it goes. I on. I think the moment it has to change, that's the most difficult, especially when given the stress of the game, mm-hmm. and I have to make decisions that are different. I think that will be different. That will be difficult, and I probably requires yeah. a lot of conversation with you. Definitely, yeah, but. I really, really want to play. That's a very cool concept. That's why I love the thing. I love, I love talking about this so much because Mm -hmm. so many people have different perspectives on all of this. Mm -hmm. And the Two Face one, what a way, man! That is amazing. Mine is just normal, no character pulling off. But you played that character before, and you played it well, well enough to even with the pressure of the game. For me, when it comes to the pressure of the game is so difficult to okay how do I think about it especially when it's a campaign right? and I'm like thinking for the safety of my character as well but 
I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, because Helsin was really reckless. Exactly. A right. lot of the times. Yeah. Well, what about you guys? What DC character, hero, villain, or otherwise, do you think would you want to pull, want to recreate and reimagine, or and will be able to pull off in a D and D setting? Mm-hmm. Let us know. You can contact us at the Polity on Instagram and Twitter. That's T H E P O I. T-H-E-P-O-D-I-T-T-Y. <laughs> Forgot how to spell for a moment. Yeah, T-H-E-P-O-D-D-I-T-Y on the Instagram and on the Twitters. And let us know what characters you are and how you pull it off because I would be really interested to see that. And also let us know if the Batman 2022 was a D&D monster, what monster would you, without any explanation whatsoever, <laughs> what monster would you think it was? Yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We greatly appreciate all the support and... Well, just thank you so much and goodbye. Goodbye.